0: Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your hosts, Mike Fagan and Tim Benn, where opinion, fact, informative, and your alert system. Now let's get ready to rumble. Good day once again, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on Deep Into the Weed this Wednesday here on Right Spokane Perspective. I hope everybody out there is safe and sane and you're all prepped for a wonderful Christmas. Now, a record rainfall more than tripled what was forecasted in Waverly, Tennessee in August of 2021. In the wake of powerful storms, 20 people lost their lives and hundreds of homes were destroyed. Had it not been for the compassion and skill of a helicopter pilot by the name of Joel Boyer's, the loss of human life would have been even greater. The pilot took flight in response to a phone call from a woman who was concerned about her loved ones. In addition to seeing houses on fire and cars in trees, Boyer noted, it was nothing but raging water below me the pilot however bravely proceeded to rescue 12 people from the roofs of their homes more often than not in life the swirling floods that we face aren't literal but oh how real in days of uncertainty and instability we can feel overwhelmed unsafe in over our heads mentally emotionally and spiritually but we don't need to despair in Psalms 18 We read how David's enemies were many and mighty, but his God was greater. How great, you ask? So great and powerful that he used multiple metaphors to describe him. God was mighty enough to rescue from deep waters and strong enemies. Great enough for us to call upon him in the name of Jesus, regardless of the volume and depth of the waters surrounding us in life. You know the drill, folks. Father God, you are a strong, saving, rescuing God in the midst of our distress when life's waters are raging grant us the faith to see you and cleave to you in every storm in your son's jesus name we pray amen
1: we definitely need oh, to, to yeah. look at you know god the uh, the ultimate judge for one yeah. and savior and the things that make sense you know obviously there seems to be no grounding in reality and you know you look at the biblical text and god's Basically directions for man and of course women and everyone else and nature because he designed it. It makes sense. But what's going on in our unnatural, ungodly world is is out of this world. And I know we we've got we've got to get deep into the weeds here later, but we've got to talk a little bit more about Camp Dope. And I wanted to tell you, Mike, too. I was actually uh, I had a really interesting conversation just this last week with an individual who has now been working for almost a year. Mm -hmm. About a year ago, got off fence. Fentanyl mm-hmm. and was actively taking fentanyl and he's like, This drug is meant to kill you. And he oh, yeah. we talked about the healthcare problems that that was created by his addiction. So he actually told me that he had engaged with, you know, people at the homeless camp, specifically Camp Dope. And he had actually personally contacted the Jules Helping Hands director, Garcia, about cleaning up not just the, the trash, but also the drug-induced situations going on, you know, the, the drug traffickers that use the camps. And, of course, Garcia did not want to talk to him any longer because he was clean. Right. So we know that there's huge problems going on at Camp Dope, and this federal judge, Bastain... Uh, Judge Stanley Bastain. On Monday, granted a temporary restraining order against the city of Spokane and the Spokane County, along with Chief Meidel and outgoing Sheriff Ozzy Knezovic. So, you know, they are saying law enforcement can't enforce the law. Basically, I don't know how a, a federal judge takes that position. As we closed out yesterday's show, I was talking about the cold temperatures. We're seeing, oh, yeah. you, know, you know, reports of negative degree temperatures, obviously, where people are going to be a, at risk of succumbing to the elements. And I think this federal judge should probably be held, you know, I think responsible for any deaths because one of the things that our law enforcement will do is rescue missions. Mm-hmm. And if these individuals are in an encampment and are they're freezing to death, but obviously they can't do anything, because the federal judge says you can't go in there. So here's what the federal judge said. He wrote in the order, signed on Monday. The public interest lies with keeping people in temporary shelter with services until legal action is concluded. Well, I think that there's a lot of unlawful behavior happening there and you can't ban law enforcement from enforcing the laws if you're part of the justice system. And if you're a judge, you're supposed to be part of the justice system. And if you're openly using your power as a judge to stop criminal justice processes, then you're not a judge, you're a chump. So, um, (laughs) you know, obviously, so the courts now stand against public safety. The courts don't care about the neighborhood being, you know, ransacked by drug addicts. Now, here's another thing I told you and the listeners the other day about people screaming at vehicles driving by. Now, I pass by the area near and around Camp Dope frequently in my travels to and from, you know, my efforts to keep up with taxes and bills and and things of that nature that we all have to do, except for those people. And so there's a a guy standing in the street screaming profanities at people, Mm -hmm. right? That's not lawful behavior. You have a first amendment right, but it doesn't include threatening people. Or, you know, assault can be putting the fear in the mind of another. Exactly. You're standing in the middle of the street, waving your arms at cars, going up to the cars as they're moving, screaming profanities at them. That's not legal. That's not a First Amendment protected uh, speech. No, not at all, man. So anyway, so this uh, Seattle Times article is talking about could Washington follow New York City's footsteps and force people into mental health treatment? I hope so.
0: I hope so, too.
1: I hope so. And, you know, I, I I want us to be real careful about incarcerating people. I mean, like judges that stop the criminal justice. We can't just incarcerate them. They have to have cases where it goes before real judges mm-hmm. that know what they're doing, that they know how to read the Constitution, maybe understand the law. You know, kind of like ruling things unconstitutional when it really isn't. It's just a crazy state law that's never actually been challenged in the court of, right, of, right. of you know, the appeals and the Constitution. So you have people out there that need mental health treatment. And they're dangerous to the public, they're dangerous to themselves, and we're letting them make our streets unsafe, we're letting them live in unsafe ways.
0: Continue to victimize everybody else.
1: Well, and and not only victimize everybody else, I think that there's a lot of mentally ill people that are inside these encampments, whether it's drug-induced mental illness or mental illness that put Them in a situation where they're doing even more drugs that sure are not prescribed by their doctors, right? And a lot of people we know there's criminal activity, they don't stay on their meds, they get into trouble, right? You've seen that number of times as, as a council member, we see it in the newspaper, you know, criminal acts done by mentally ill people that didn't take their drugs as prescribed because they truly have mental health issues. Well, if we don't start doing something about this crisis on our streets, it's only going to get worse, that's correct, and we've seen that so. In the argument for and against the jail, the left is saying, oh, no, 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 we don't need a jail. We just need outreach, and we need more money going to nonprofits. (laughs) Folks, we have tried that. Look at all of the money, the millions of dollars spent at Camp Dope, and the situation really isn't, I mean, I guess you could say it's policed but it's still there. It's still a big problem. And we're spending more money there than if we spent it in an institution where people could actually not be victimized, mentally ill people that are not being raped or fed drugs that are possibly going to kill them.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm so, telling you.
1: So we got to have that public discussion before we vote for a tax increase. We got to start saying, where's the money going? Who's getting held accountable? We want this, but don't tell me to just give you money and you're going to put it out into the community because. We don't want to buy their drugs anymore. No, we don't. Cuz that's what we're doing. We're driving to and from work, driving past these speed zone cameras, driving past the, you know, the enforcers on us and paying all these taxes to watch our basically society crumble around us because we have people that can just scream at you.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Wandering man.
1: down the streets or 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 take their clothes off. You, you mentioned that the other day. So anyways, we got to go off into the weeds. So <laughs> going off into the weeds. So the uh, Inlander in Slander newspaper from December 15th to the 21st had a cowboy. Oh, no, wait, that's the sheriff on the front of it. And of course, I actually haven't seen the sheriff in a cowboy hat very many times.
0: I haven't either, man. So, so this they is kind of interesting. But
1: but they made a big deal about him wearing cowboy hats. Oh. Uh, like he's some I kind of country it, hick sheriff. But it, 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 <laughs> he, he, he most all of the time I've seen him was not wearing a, exactly. a cowboy hat so okay so oh, he's got a cowboy hat big deal who cares they made a big deal out of it in the article and of course they really loved ozzy kenezevich the inlander when ozzy was even questioning things that came from the right of center it could just be like independent voices that sometimes vote republican that were stating an issue that he ozzy would say yeah i disagree with that in the Inlander would say go ozzy look at him he's protecting the community and of course the leftists from radical conspiracy theorists you know people that thought Fauci might be lying to us you know so you know they loved all that but what's interesting most interesting about this Inslander magazine I couldn't call it a newspaper it's more like leftist propaganda magazine oh but actually it's more or less a pot selling magazine at this point in time because this magazine has 60 pages and out of the 60 pages 16 of them are for pot sales. (laughs) There's 16 pages of, of all the different kinds of, you know, marijuana distributors and types of marijuana and kinds of marijuana and strains of marijuana. And all, I mean, it's 16 pages of pot sales. So I could see why they would, and this goes back to all of our reporting about how the media Basically, they don't serve the public to feed them information. They serve their biggest donors. They're almost like the bad politicians at this point in the media because they're serving the marijuana industry and who was the number one proponent in the area against the legalization of pot? Oh, wait a minute. Ozzy <laughs> So they got to demonize him on his way out while well, they get course. 16 pages of advertising for marijuana. But we see that in other areas too. We see that with the media talking about the whole COVID thing. I mean, they're still pumping the, the amount. Uh, there's got to be half a trillion dollars of our national debt that went directly to media to fund marketing, advertising, and research that says, Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Wear, no, 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 no. Definitely wear a mask. And, you know, you, you need to take the shot, the booster, the double booster, the shot, the booster, booster, booster.
0: And don't forget, you need to have two masks on and next week we're going to make it three. Right, right. <laughs>
1: and, and, and social distance. And if you don't do all these things, you, you're you trying to kill grandma. So, and, well, and the children too. Because now, you know, when your child, if you let it get out of the womb, you got to sh- jab it with one of these things so it doesn't die of COVID.
0: And you know what? I mean, all, a lot of that media coverage, a lot of that advertising is nothing but fear monger. And as a matter of fact, I just so happen to be holding the latest in the fear-mongering.
1: Well, it's not just fear-mongering. It's paid advertising by mostly the taxpayers and sometimes big pharma. But it bought the media narrative. They're not going to do investigative reporting or say anything against it because that's been their cash
0: cow. That's exactly right. Here's your headline, ladies and gentlemen. People who skip their COVID vaccine are at a higher risk of traffic accidents, according to a new study. Wow. Here's a little taste of that story. Now, if you passed on getting the COVID vaccine, you might be a lot more likely to get into a car crash. Or at least those are the findings of a new study published this month in the American Journal of Medicine. During the summer of 2021, Canadian researchers examined the encrypted government-held records of more than 11 million adults, 16% of whom hadn't received the COVID vaccine.
1: That's pretty unreal. So, so now they're basically saying not just we want to arrest people that are driving under the influence, but driving with a cold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't go anywhere, folks. And if you're driving, don't change the radio station because that could cause an accident too.
0: So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. To our Spokane area veterans and their families, if you haven't checked out the Hilliard Veterans of Foreign Wars post-1474, located at Diamond and Regal Street in Spokane, you gotta be there be square. The Hilliard VFW is there to assist you and yours with all your VA questions. Give them a call at 487-3784. Weekly bingo, cards, bowling, dart tournaments, and meal specials are just a few more things that the Hilliard VFW offers. Stop on by, give them a call, 487-3784. A lot of your beef comes from Brazil, Africa, and China. Bet you didn't know that. The Spokane County Cattlemen know that, and they are the ones advocating for country of origin labeling on the meat that we buy and feed to our families. Find them on Facebook right now. That burger you just got at your favorite drive-thru has over a thousand different DNAs in it. Well, you may want to consider buying from local producers, and in other words, folks, buy locally. The Spokane County Cattlemen are on Facebook and are there to advocate for you, educate and inform you on what's happening in the global and local meat industry. With today's Corona controlled society, the shopping restrictions and possible rationing, making sure that your family doesn't experience food insecurities should be our top priority. You can do your part. Be secure. Buy from local growers and producers. The Spokane County cattlemen know this and are here to help you. Find them on Facebook right now. And welcome back from the break, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on Deep Into the Weed, this Wednesday episode here on Right Spoke. Well, well we know
1: we, we know the Inla- Inlander is deep into the weed because the majority of their newspapers since... 16
0: was, pages of advertisements out of a 60-page publication. Right. That yeah. is almost one-third, Tim. Uh, yeah,
1: almost a third. Well, it's the majority of their advertising almost every week. Yeah. But, yeah, this last week they had a special uh, center set I mean, it, really, they they put it in the center section. There was even a little note on the inside that you tear out that center section so you can share it with friends. You know, you can right. roll it up and smoke it or something. Oh, well, no, no. Well, you're supposed to hand out the ads sure, to your friends. Sure. For, and, you know, since
0: the, we are on the subject of the power of the media and the money that's involved in this, here, let me give you another headline here. George Soros can influence global media with ties to at least 253 media organizations, a study finds. Demo- Democrat megadonor Soros is tied directly to NPR, ProPublica, and other media organizations around the world. That is staggering. 253 media organizations he's got influence on.
1: That's huge. Well, and I, over. Well, it might be 253 media organizations that have names but they're probably under umbrellas and so it's, you know, it's kind of like your local media that's actually controlled by big corporate media. Yeah, big so, time. You know,
0: anyway, you know, going back on this particular study here, if you don't get your COVID shot, you're more than likely going to get into a traffic accident.
1: What? Well, of course, of course. <laughs> so, well, so, you know, scientists. You know, you know why that ninety-seven percent of scientists agree with whatever the narrative is because the narrative comes with funding. Yes, it and does. And so, grant funding. Why? Why are they researching COVID? related to traffic accidents now i I don't think that that's really a thing that you're more likely to get into an accident if you didn't get the shot because my understanding is that people that just suddenly die while they're behind the wheel actually cause other traffic accidents yes they do uh, i know that there's information out there about people that have died suddenly yes so you know know, either that or
0: or some other medical calamity like a diabetic seizure or a diabetic ends up passing out while they're driving down the street right
1: right right well but i but we got to tie it to covid mike
0: (laughs) oh i forgot
1: well we're not funded by covid but those researchers are so they ran out of things they could actually research to get covid money so the way they researched it was well you know what if we research Anything else? We're going to make COVID look bad, right? <laughs> and COVID is bad, but everything that you know, big pharma is doing, and COVID vaccines, right. and all the mandates the government's doing are good. So we need to research how good all of that stuff is. Wait a minute, all that's been done. Okay, let's find something. Car accidents in COVID. That's what they're doing. <laughs> car accidents. And COVID. So they just found. Well, we can get a hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a few researchers to do this. And of course, we know that these uh, institutions of Academies of Healthcare dot dumb, I mean dot <laughs> uh, They all lied to us many, many times. How how much do people trust the CDC right now? None. The the uh, what is it? American Pediatrics Associate. What is that one there? This last one here. That's the, uh, another healthcare one. The that,
0: American Journal of Medicine.
1: The American Journal of Medicine. Okay, so we all trust that one too because how much advertising did they get in their journal for <laughs> COVID vaccinations? <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 just their biased is screaming I want to know how much money they got from the government.
0: Yeah, big time, dude, big time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me go ahead and take off uh, on a couple of lines here of this George Soros article. This basically affirms everything that we either know or we have been suspecting for years and years now. But the guys over at Fox News went ahead and grabbed a hold of this particular study, and they are putting it out and affirming that that is the case with Mr. Soros having this influence with at least two. 153 media organizations, including NPR, ProPublica, and others around the world.
1: So instead of uh, talking badly about the great reset, they're uh, happy about it.
0: Yes, absolutely. You'll own
1: nothing and you'll like it.
0: And you'll love it. Liberal billionaire George Soros is tied to at least a staggering 253 media organizations around the world according to a new study that was conducted by MRC Business. Now, they are definitely a credible organization. MRC Business, part of the Conservative Media Research Center, found that Soros uses his charities to build relationships with news outlets and activist media organizations. The Journalism group that Soros supports have the ability to mold public opinion on practically every continent and in many languages. They also insulate him from inquiry because reporters see him as an ally and not a target for investigation. MRC business analyst Joseph Vasquez and Daniel Snyder wrote, That the 92-year-old philanthropist's multi-million dollar efforts promoting his bizarre open society agenda encompasses some of the most radical leftist ideas on abortion, Marxist economics, anti-Americanism, defunding the police, environmental extremism, and LGBT fanaticism. In the United States, Soros is known for his massive involvement in backing liberal policies and politicians, and since the 2016 election, he has spent at least $200 million backing political candidates, which includes $29 million for local prosecutors and district attorneys. Yeah, it's, wow. it's pretty
1: incredible. And, and so we're we're putting up with these global elitists that are changing public narratives. You know, we still fund NPR. Obviously, we fund all these other media organizations with all the COVID money that the media organizations have been getting from us. So they formulate all their narratives and... and I, you know, if we want to talk about, you know, election tampering or, you know, the tampering of public information and the first amendment, I think we should look into all of this influence peddling. And I'm not talking about Hunter Biden. I mean, we can do that too, but, uh, cause we can walk and chew gum at the same time <laughs> as we always hear from the, the politicians, you, bet. you know? So I, I think that, that, that kind of influence is dangerous. I think for one, he admitted to war crimes. Yes. Why are we allowing him to be involved at all in public policymaking or involved with media? Because I think that, you know, one of the things that can limit your freedom, including your freedom of speech and ability to own a certain corporate assets has to do with, I don't know, genocides of people. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, I don't know. So uh, yeah, Congress should be stepping in there and looking at federal law. We're told that you know, laws can protect drug addicts, they can protect criminals, but obviously they don't protect the citizenry from, I don't know, what do they call it now? Disinformation. <laughs> uh, so a little uh, public notice, everybody, as of today, December 21st, regulators confirm beginning today, 7 7- 0.7% more for your electricity and 1.1% more for your gas. And we're not talking about the stuff that comes after a big meal at Christmas dinner. <laughs> it's uh, that natural gas. And I thought it was kind of interesting that uh, electricity jumped 7.7% and natural gas only jumped 1.1% for Avista customers. I guess we're still switching to natural gas. I guess, I, I, I guess the, the surge into electricity Hasn't quite, you know, caught the wave yet, if you will, because natural gas is still the way to go. So if you're still heating your water with natural gas, it's probably still a lot cheaper than electricity.
0: That's true. And let's not forget, you know, over the last five to 10 years, the emphasis has been on building homes and other buildings utilizing natural gas. It's kind of like the argument that.
1: Well, except for now, they're moving away from natural gas. That's right.
0: It's right. It's kind of like the argument of, hey, everybody got to go to college. Everybody's got to go to college. You drill it into your head while you're in high school. You got to go to college. Everybody went to college. What ended up happening? Other sectors of our economy ended up falling down, ended up getting hurt, you know, like the service industry, you know, and now you got plumbers, electricians and, and drywallers and everybody else making over a hundred grand a year because of the lack of. Of qualified professionals in that particular industry.
1: Well, and not just qualified professionals. I mean, you've got the, the post office that can't hire people locally here, can't find enough workers. And apparently they're paying postal workers upwards of 80 grand a year.
0: Yeah, yeah, you bet, man. So, I mean, it's you know, very, very lucrative out there in the job market right now. Yeah,
1: and and they still pretty can't much find everything. Enough workers. Well, know, and that's because we're except paying. for
0: except for uh, delivery drivers who are now uh, you know limited to fifteen percent of the invoice amount.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. For Uber, thank
0: you, Spokane City Council.
1: Right. right for Uber Eats and the others. What well, you know, and and what we see happening is that. More and more, there's shortages in labor. Now, if you go back 10 or 15 years, lawmakers were talking about automation. Mm -hmm. You know, we need guaranteed incomes for all these people because there's not going to be enough jobs. Right. Well, the problem is, is that we've been giving people guaranteed incomes on welfare. Like it was supposed to be a hand up, not a handout. Now it's a, we'll just hand it to you forever.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and so
1: we were funding all these people to be in, you know, drug camps, homeless camps, I mean, and places of total squalor. And uh, laziness and not working and, and not utilizing the skills they might actually have. Sure. We're creating policies to keep them out of the workforce. So we're actually paying for their utility bill because another thing that I just found out, city council just got rid of uh, seven million dollars in unpaid utilities.
0: We're talking more like eight million bucks. For unpaid and late utilities. That's, that's that, how
1: many there are currently, but they yes. just voted, I think, to get rid of the seven million of it.
0: Yes, yes, eighty six hundred city residents. Ended up getting behind and could not pay their utility bills to the city, and the city council utilized part of the American Rescue Plan Act COVID relief money right. in order to help defray that $7 million. Now,
1: now we understand people get down on their luck. Absolutely. They can't afford uh, certain bills, but we also know there's things like the Spokane Neighborhood Action Program. Yep. There's a lot of people that get their utilities paid for. There's that little spot on your Avista bill where you can donate money to the projects yep. to- try it, pay for other people's utilities. Plus there's other money set aside by state and local government to pay for uh, people's bills. And it seems like we're getting people used to the fact, well, if you just don't pay your bill for long enough, they'll bail you out. Yep. And, you you know, obviously in a time where taxes are up, cost of living is up, you know, you don't want to just point the finger broadly and say people aren't paying their bills. But it looks like people are not. No, they're not. And you're using this one-time funding.
0: I wonder if it's friendly fraud. <laughs> no, friendly fraud. That's right. You're using this. Yeah.
1: How many? How many of these are actually government officials that are getting their utility paid for? They, they knew this was coming, so last year they quit paying their utility bill. Which that kind of stuff happens. Uh, I mean, it really yes, does. It does. But you know, f- for the rest of the customers out there that, that bear the weight of this, I think they're people are sick of it, so they're going to ask for more utility increases in previous year and in the uh, up and coming years right how much of it's going to go to bail the same people out again when they just said oh you don't have to pay your bill we're going to cover it for you with one-time money because that covid money I don't think is coming again
0: no i don't think that it is going to i don't be think coming.
1: it should be coming uh, again no no not at all man not at all so yeah. an- another thing where government spending money mike is they're talking about the eight million dollars for the uh, stadium upgrades for the ballpark.
0: Oh yeah, for the Indians ballpark. You bet. Eight million bucks by county residents.
1: Why and why can't the sports that that are supposed? You know, I I thought sports were a lucrative gig where people made lots of money. Sure, there was lots of corporate sponsors. There's lots of marketing and advertising. Yeah. Now all why around couldn't these we? Stadiums? Why
0: couldn't we have uh, convinced the county commissioners, or why didn't the county commissioners drop that eight million dollars into a bucket? in order to now provide for operations of the new jail right when and if it comes that's right that's right because again there's not a whole lot of detail that is out on this particular tax proposal so what is the tax proposal actually going to do okay well all we know at this point very briefly folks is we're going to be building a new jail we're going to be adding additional services but that's the extent of what we know
1: we don't know yeah we don't how know. how are yet. they going to
0: operate the jail
1: well hopefully all these details come out and uh, hopefully that it, it includes you know some uh you know mental health treatment that's uh forced on people that scream
0: at you as you're driving down the street <laughs> <laughs> no anyway. doubt about it anyway ladies and gentlemen one more time let's go if you are holding on to any of the 11 statewide initiatives please get over to the post office ups or fedex get them over to the let's go Individuals as quick as possible. We're talking about next day air, second day air. These folks have got to have these petitions immediately before the end of this week. That gives them all of next week to make sure that they've got the signatures, they've got the the uh, initiatives broke down by number of signatures per pages, and they're ready to deliver them to the Secretary of State. All of that being said, Mike and Tim are out of here today. We'll be back at you and in your face again tomorrow. Bye bye.